the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. And good afternoon on this Thursday, everyone. Good afternoon. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at our website, as we like to say, DePietro.com. Now, first of all, this this broadcast is dedicated to our uh, good friend, the great Jeff Gamach. Jeff, uh, hope he is feeling better. A <clears throat> little bit under the weather, to say the least. A little bit, I don't want to uh, betray any confidences, but a little bit of a of a health scare. If you know Jeff, make sure you send him a note or good wishes. But this program is uh, dedicated to Jeff, who is just so talented, dedicated. Folks, the guy is the consummate professional and um we are certainly hoping that he feels better, speedy recovery, <clears throat> and this program is uh, is dedicated to Jeff. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, which is dedicated to Jeff Gamach, is brought to you by Henry Oil. Boy, it's cold out. It sure is. It was cold last night. You know, I don't like when it gets this cold this fast, but I do know that you could call Henry Oil. Folks, make Henry Oil your oil provider. Call Henry Oil today. Henry Oil, local owned company, family business. <clears throat> Think of that since 1947, call Henry Oil. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Fuel oil, diesel, gasoline, plumbing and heating, residential, commercial fuel oil delivery, service contracts, budget plans. It's Henry Oil, 401 5210200 for Henry Oil and online at henryoil.com. Well folks, a lot of activity on the website. And again, good afternoon to everybody tuning into our noon report on Facebook Live. Please click the like button and then share that you're watching. We do the noon report, tell you everything you need to know, whether it be in Rhode Island or Massachusetts or points beyond. Uh, but we do that each day between noon and one. So good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. And folks, the Facebook Live, as as many of you know, just continues to redefine uh, media and coverage here in Rhode Island. We go live with our feed. Last night was one of those nights. We had um, <clears throat> we were at the shooting in Providence, Cogshell. I believe that person went through emergency sur- uh, surgery, shot multiple times. It's off Admiral Street. It's an area I'm not that familiar with over near, kind of near Chad Brown, Douglas. You go past where Providence College is, and then you get to uh, Cogshell, which is is off Admiral. But Providence Police, of course, on the scene. And then last night, folks, if you haven't seen it, uh, please go to the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-T-R-O.com. And uh, Monday was the three-month anniversary of Maya Brophy Behrman, the young woman from Warwick who had just turned 24 years old. She graduated from URI. She got her master's at Northeastern. And she was out with some friends in Providence in the early morning hours of Sunday, August 1st. So she was out on Saturday night. They had a house party afterwards. And then as she was walking to her car, um, right there on Only Street in Providence, which is off North Main Street, but only... If you follow only all the way up, you it leads you basically to the street where, at the time, Governor Raimondo used to live. So, um, <clears throat> but it's 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 close to you know it, it it's sort of near Camp Street, but Only Street's a nice street. I actually know someone that lives there. I know someone that grew up on that street. But uh, poor Maya, uh, someone going by for for there wasn't a robbery, there wasn't a beef, there wasn't an altercation. Someone going by in the early morning hours of Sunday morning, August 1st, they opened fire, shot, and fatally killed Maya, Bro- uh, Maya uh, Brophy Behrman. And last night, I sat down, and if you haven't seen it, folks, it's, um, <clears throat> I just feel so much for her parents. And the, this crime remains unsolved. We are going to... Attempt to. There is a reward, and we're going to have more on the reward coming up over the next few days. Right now, there is a re- reward for information leading to the arrest and conviction. But Monday was the three-month anniversary. We're going to continue to shine a light on this case. Folks, I know how the media news cycle, it moves very quickly. It moves faster now than it's ever moved. And people start to forget. Um, 
I was um, <clears throat> just the other day running an errand. Someone came up, uh, you know, approached me very nicely in a store, said, you know, and it's, people couldn't be nicer, by the way. If anyone ever followed me around, I mean, it's one person after another one. I just want to tell you, I really appreciate what you do. Big fan of the show. It's incredible how you get out the whole thing. So, um, but they, I, I've noticed this and I, I mentioned to her parents last night that people asked me about, you know, did they ever catch? The answer is no, they haven't caught. There's somebody out there who knows, right? Could be probably two people, at least two people. But there's somebody out there that knows who it is that took this, this young girl's life for no reason. It was, it was the ultimate, <clears throat> I have a weapon. I'm going to take someone's life tonight and boom, just take an innocent life. Um, so you you view that on the website, depetro.com. And don't forget, folks, depetro.com, which is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. Brood Awakenings, um, there's several locations. And especially you have the, it's fresh ingredients, drive-throughs, cozy environment. I love Brood Awakenings. I did a review of them, the Providence location for the, Rhode Island Wave, the place, they're just fantastic. David, they do such a great job. But folks, whether it's breakfast, lunch, right now you could pop in. Brood Awakening, stop and support them. Support local business, especially someone like David who has spoken up during the pandemic. I have so much respect for the owner and the people of Brood Awakenings. Pop in, visit them, support them. They're not a chain. They're a local company. Locations in Johnston, Providence, 100 Westminster, Crane. Instant Pontiac Avenue and Bald Hill Road in Warwick. It's Brood Awakenings. But on the website, folks, to Petro.com, uh, you see exclusive video, exclusive story. I really like it if you would take some time and watch the video that I talk, spoke to Maya's parents. Uh, they're such nice, wonderful people, uh, Michelle and Brian, and what they're going through. And you can see that. And then we also have some of the stories that no one has yet. For instance, there is a huge protest going on in North Kingstown this Saturday morning, and we will be there. Juan, uh, not dark, Juan during daylight, will be there. Uh, the, Saturday, the situation in North Kingstown that I'm going to talk about is getting even worse. And then, you know, I was at Governor McKee's press briefing on Tuesday, and I don't know why he did it, uh, but he jabbed the protesters. And he said, yeah, the protesters, they can come back to my house. I just hope this time they're nicer to my neighbors. Now, that's not true. I was there. Rest of the media looked down on the frontline workers. How dare they protest? Right? If it was Black Lives Matter, they'd be like, good for them getting out there. But as soon as it's um, the frontline workers, oh, they shouldn't be out there. But he basically dared them. So it would appear that this Tuesday night, starting at 4 o'clock, they're going to be back at Governor McKee's home. In Cumberland. So um, so you can see that and also the interview uh, with Maya's parents and then also, folks, more stories. I mean, the story in North Kingstown and it's just going from bad to worse. And I want to mention that, you know, I um, I'm not talking out of school. Um, You heard Tim Dodd last hour. We, We talked about the situation in North Kingstown and. I don't, I don't, I'll be honest. I, listen, Governor McKee and his people, right now at 1214, listen to what I'm going to tell you. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Governor McKee and his staff, they have the right to run a press briefing any way that they want. They do. That is there. They do. They have the right. Governor Raimondo didn't do, she did the COVID briefings. Governor McKee, I'll give him credit. I know many of his uh, friends, supporters live in the northern part of the state. And I hear constantly from you and get email and people that say they listen to the program. And I certainly appreciate that. So I give him credit for that. He also has done something different where he has kind of locked himself at the hip with the lieutenant governor, Sabina Matos, which I I actually don't understand because I don't think she brings that much to the table. Um, I, I hear these people that they're impressed with her and so forth. And when she first came in, I heard all great things about her. I don't see it. I think she's pretty one-dimensional. Um, I don't engage with the lieutenant governor, Matos, a lot. Sabina Matos, simply because I, I don't feel, it's not like you're talking to her. When you ask a question, she then just answers in memorized 
rehearsed lines that she feels she's supposed to give to answer the question. But I want to just come back to. So I give them credit for doing the press briefings, trying to be open. Um, and Governor Governor Gina Raimondo, she had the COVID briefings, but she didn't do with Governor McKee, to his credit, to his credit. Uh, basically, they do press briefings and you can ask whatever you want. However, uh, the, the way they do it, which is his staff controls it and they pick who gets to ask the question and they put the mic in front of you and there's no sense of a rhythm to ask. Um, I come back to I wanted to ask. And by the way, I, and I know some of them are listening. You, you're shortchanging him because, for instance, on Tuesday, he seems to have found his footing again. He had a rough August, September, even into October. But Tuesday, he seemed in a good rhythm. They should have let him go. Now, I know they say, well, he had to be somewhere else. I don't believe that. They have certain people kind of run out the clock. But as I said yesterday, I wanted to ask Governor McKee about the situation in North Kingstown. And and I'll, I'll also say, I don't think he was well served. I think he should have commented on the situation in North Kingstown. And what I would have asked him about was as a former basketball coach, um, what is your reaction to the situation in North Kingstown? Because number one, Channel 12, folks, I give Channel 12 WPRI a lot of credit. Their investigative team, they are doing fantastic. I know Channel 10, see, this is the way it breaks out. Channel 10 is very dominant with their anchors. They are. Patrice Wood. Gene Bellicenti, <clears throat> dominant anchors. However, Channel 12, where they're smart, is, you know, the rule of, of marketing is, in, in, is you have to, you know, you have to go where the other ones are not. So what Channel 12 does is they have more reporters. They have a bigger investigative unit. Channel 10 does have the I team. Don't get me wrong. And I think Parker Gavigan and Katie Davis do a good job. But Channel 12, when they unleash, unleash their forces of Tim White and Eli and Ted Nisi, when they unleash that crew and really dig in, um, I, would, I would argue right now, I believe Channel 12 has the best investigative unit um, in, in the state. Now, don't get me wrong. Every media source has their, their niche, so to speak. You know, the Providence Journal covers everything. The Boston Globe chose just a couple of people. They're really a Monday through Friday. They're very good reporters. Don't get me wrong. Uh, the story they've done in North Kingstown, very, very extensive. But but Channel 12 has done, I want to give them credit for it. They've done a very good job. But, folks, I am also communicating with several of them. I'll call them victims in North Kingstown. And I recognize right now if you're living in North in Cumberland or if you're living in Lincoln or Smithfield or wherever, you you're listening to the program and you're saying, Juan, what, why would I care about what's going on in North Kingstown? It's because of the framework of what happened, which is unless there's some huge misunderstanding or explanation that we haven't heard. In North Kingstown, teachers were actually joking about the fact that this coach slash teacher would convince these players, not just basketball players, by the way. Other students, other athletes, body fat test where they had to go to his office and he'd get alone with them in a room off his office in basically a closet. And they would strip down and he would ask the question, are you shy or not shy? If you're shy, keep on your underwear and he'd still do tests on them. If they weren't shy, he would then they or they would remove their underwear now, there's several different factions of this. Number one, a bombshell, which is on DePetro.com. There were teachers joking about it. I'm communicating with victims. One of them had the courage to go up and actually tell a teacher, and the teacher made a joke of it, like, ooh, naked body fat test. That sounds fun. Maybe I'll do that in my class. Like, you're missing the point. Should not be going on. Number one. Number two, another victim. And by the way, folks, now they're all, I won't give away how, but they're all in their mid-20s now. Two of them that I've spoken to are married, even have children. But, but one of them said another teacher 
I, don't, I think it was, I'll have to go back to the story, male or female, but even said, hey, I hear you look good naked. What is, you don't say that to a 15-year-old boy. They were joking about it. But the reason why, if you live in, pick a place, Cranston, Cumberland, Smithfield, Lincoln, wherever, here's where the rubber meets the road. Governor McKee should have talked about this. I wanted to ask him about it. I want to say, Governor, as a former coach, I'm just curious your thought about this this story out of North Kingstown. And I, I, you know, I can't speak for the rest of the media. I mean, everyone goes there with their own agenda. It was not a COVID press conference. Anyone could have asked anything. And, and I don't tell people what to ask. And I don't like that they tell me what to ask. But I, I mean, to me, it's just such like a disturbing story. I think it's one of those things that I would have liked to have heard the governor weigh in. I don't know why some people did not. Maybe Channel 10 thinks it's a, a Channel 12 story. Maybe the Providence Journal thinks it's a Boston Globe story. But I think it's one of those things Governor McKee should have weighed in. And folks, the reason why you should care about it is I've heard from some teachers in North Kingstown and they're saying that the union protected and would not let them fire this guy. You know, this is such BS in plain English that North Kingstown schools let this clown resign. And what's the big Rhode Island reason why they let them resign? You guessed it. So he could... Keep his pension. The union, no, you can't. Now, two teachers have communicated to me. They wanted to speak up and they were silent for fear of union retaliation. The union made it clear this guy, this coach, this teacher, allegedly taking these young boys, 14, 15, into a closet. Asking them, do you want to strip naked for me or not? Touching different parts of their body. Several of them have told me they think that it was videotaped. But teachers have told me that they wanted to speak out, but they were afraid of union retaliation. That's why you should care. Because you have to ask yourself whether it is Winsocket or Cumberland or Lincoln or wherever. Is this type of thing going on and then the union protects the individual? And now Channel 12 has broken the story that the North Kingstown superintendent, he was told about this naked fat test in 2018 and did nothing about it. I think that is without question, in my mind, the most disturbing element of this. People knew and did nothing. Now, I remember the priest scandal back in 2002, 2003, 2002, really, when the Boston Globe broke it open with Spotlight. And I'm going to touch on that in in just a moment. It really rocked my faith. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, I can't say enough good things about our friends at the CBD store. Stop in 1845 Post Road Warwick. It's all natural. Hemp and CBD. CBD Store Warwick. If you're fighting stress, anxiety, maybe you have a problem sleeping, uh, different types of pain or seizure, pop in. The products they have, and they're always getting new products in, are tremendous. And remember, if you mention the John DePietro Show, 25% off CBD store work. Where are they located? Easy to get to. 1845 Post Road, Warwick. They're on Facebook. They're right across from Airport Plaza, right off of 95, across from the airport. Everyone knows where the airport is. I received an email yesterday from Stephanie that said, I don't know where the airport is. I said, listen, just go 95 and you'll see airport exit. It's right across from them on Post Road. Now, you can get these Delta 8 gummies that you get a nice, relaxed sleep. He also, Michael has things, if you have back pain or neck pain or knee pain or problems with your feet, And then also, folks, I am a big believer. They also have the CBD droplets for your pet. So if you have an older pet, it helps soothe them. It almost makes it like little Rumsfeld, little rum that we put this in his food with the droplets. It's like his back hind legs are getting a massage. And he bounces around. He's like a little puppy again, even though he's 15 years old. Folks, the CBD store, 25% off. And by the way, thank you. To Marion, 
She went in, dropped a hundred bucks. Boom! I'm a listener of the John DePietro show. In that case, seventy. How about that? Folks, stop and see them. You don't have to spend that much. The CBD store, 1845 Post Road in Warwick. Well, it's not your imagination, folks. The website is uh, is really depetro.com. We're, we're showing why we were voted best local news site by you, by the readers of Rhode Island Monthly, the people of Rhode Island. Check it out for yourself, uh, depetro.com, which is brought to you by the Saturdale Revival. I'll tell you, Shane and company, what a great job they do. Comfort Food Cocktails, winner of several Rhode Island Monthly Awards. The Senadale Revival 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Now, I do want to, again, uh, touch on this situation with the two, di- two different things. But let me just finish the thought regarding when the Boston pre-scandal that the Boston Globe broke open. That turned into a movie, by the way. The film Spotlight with um, Michael Keaton, with uh, Roger from Mad Men. Uh, a number of different actors. It did very, very well. But if, if you were around in 2002, I mean, I was on the radio. That I, I will tell you as a Roman Catholic, that, that was enough to shake your faith. And that affected church attendance after a while. It did for a period of time. When you learned that they knew this stuff was going on and they were just shuffling priests around in and around Boston, um, that, that was tough. And again, I, I don't know how this superintendent in North Kingstown is not resigning. I, I just, I don't have a handle on it. We're going to talk to Tim Dodd, our legal expert, next hour. But I just don't understand how this guy is still the superintendent. And by the way, totally unrelated, I was at that school committee meeting uh, just a couple of weeks ago in North Kingstown when they shut down the meeting. And I spoke with the superintendent afterwards. Now, I didn't know about this story at the time. I wish I had. I would have asked him about it. But, you know, this is one of those things. And, and I recognize all the adults. Hear me out right now. Right now at 1228. Hear me out where I get it's not easy um, to step forward. It's not easy to step forward. And especially I'm hearing from a number of teachers that are saying the union was threatening retaliation. The union was threatening retaliation and people were frightened. People were frightened. Teachers that were saying, I don't want to go against the union. They'll make your life hell. They could force you out. I don't, I don't want to go against them. But when you're the superintendent, when you're the superintendent and you find out that this type of thing is going on and you do nothing to stop it, you do nothing to be that if the fact that they couldn't even fire the guy is just pathetic. By the way, Channel 12 also has broken the story. And this needs to be changed, by the way, that in Rhode Island, let's just say you're a school and you're thinking of hiring someone and they have a different uh, different for private and Catholic schools. They don't get access to. So the North Kingstown School Superintendent, Phil Auger, was told as early as three years ago that the former boys basketball coach was having underage students stripped naked while alone with him behind closed doors. And what happened was this guy got rehired at another school. But what, North, what Channel 12, to their credit, have revealed is that within the Department of Education, that if you're a private or a Catholic school, when you go to check on someone, the portal that the Rhode Island Department of Education, that they use, it, it basically hides information from the private and the Catholic schools. So that needs to be changed as they're about to, you know, renew the contract for the education commissioner. Um. This business that the, the uh, it's also listen the North Kingstown situation is a mess. Ride is saying they just heard about it in August, and the fact that when someone goes to check on their teaching certificate and so forth, um, they they it's hidden from other private and Catholic schools, so therefore they don't get accessed to the same information that a public school would. 
And that's wrong. That needs to be changed. That absolutely needs to be changed. That's something the Rhode Island Department of Education could change. Why is that? I, I, there's nothing about this story that is good. And, you know, I, on the one hand, I will be honest, folks, I don't want to alienate many of the teachers that I have uh, been communicating with. Um, <clears throat> but this, um, this business that, that they, they knew and no one wanted to say anything. It, it, it's just, it's unforgivable. So what we're going to talk about, I'm going to play some of the sound coming up. And then also, folks, there's, there's more fallout from the election, the disastrous election by the Democrats. And we're going to, um, we're going to play you some of that sound as well. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by, it's Coogie, R.E. Coogan of Heating. Now, listen, obviously, obviously, the heating season is here. Call R.E. Coogan Heating today, 401-732-6562. Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. Look for them on Facebook, 24 Emergency Service, gas boiler, oil burner, hot water tank, Plumbing, heating, and cooling, helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Right now, is your home or business freezing? Call Coogan Heating today, 401-732-6562. It's Coogs. Uh, look for them on Facebook, and then the website is recooganheating.com. All right, I want to play some of the sound of, uh, of what's going on right now with the, the Democrat Party. That is, folks, they are in complete meltdown. I really like, I love the fact, by the way that AOC let the progressive think that the problem is that they didn't go far enough. Let them think that. Let them think that that is in fact the problem. And let them keep, they're calling you racist, they're calling everybody racist. If you don't vote the way they want, you're a racist. Yes, see how that goes. Now let me play. This is all of these Democrat progressive commentators saying the problem why Democrats weren't successful is because America is a bunch he, he of racists. For a reason, because he knows it works on certain white voters. He did stoke white grievance politics to mobilize the Republican base. He's laundered Trump's really sort of disgusting, flagrant out racism. He's wrapped it in education. Education, right. which is code for white parents don't like the idea of Holy teaching about race. Cow. That's the fundamental problem for these parents and this anti-CRT movement. They don't like the way whiteness is being portrayed in these new, more inclusive yeah. lessons. This wasn't about those pocketbook issues. This was about how white kids feel talking about what black kids go through. The subtext of all this was, we can't let these black and brown people run the country. Glenn Young running on critical race theory that he knew he had a cord around race. I think all the CRT stuff is trumped up dog whistling. Some of it was uh, dog whistle racism. The dog whistle messaging that you saw Youngkin engage in during the course of the campaign. CRT is in the latest line of school busing, cross-town busing. Um, Boy, it just continues. Now, last night, if you didn't see this, Boy, she was, and again, folks, good afternoon at 1234. Um, last night uh, on Hannity, he had on the new lieutenant governor in Virginia. So Virginia is going to have not only a new governor, but a new lieutenant governor. And she is so impressive. Uh, she is a woman of color. She is a former Marine, by the way. And was just, well, I want to play some of the sound of last night. She is um, really, really impressive and incredible. Her name is Winsome Sears. Winsome Sears. And like I said, um, I want to play just a small snippet. But this is, if the Republican Party folks can build um, off of when, like get more candidates like this, then the, the party is going to be in, in very, very good shape. She is a veteran. Um, she is just so incredibly impressive. First of all, I, and I will play the fact that the AOC was saying the problem with why they lost 
was because they weren't progressive enough. Let them think that. Wow. Let them think that. If they think that that's the reason, then let them go forward like that. Let them go forward like that. All right. Here is now it's a little long, but I'm going to play part one right now. This is the new lieutenant governor elect on with Hannity uh, last night on radio and TV for years, every two years, every four years. Conservatives, Republicans are racist. They're sexist. They're misogynist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic. They want dirty air and water and want to kill grandma and grandpa. I'm sick of it. I was raised by parents that grew up very poor, that were good Christian parents, and that believed, as, as I believe, that we're all created by the same God. But the, this card is played in politics every single cycle, and you took that on. I appreciate what you did. Well, here's the thing. When you look at uh, a birth certificate for a black child, does it say you must vote Democrat every time, all the time? Otherwise, you're not black. And for the white child, does it say you can vote any way that you want, any choice that you want, always and forever? I mean, who made up those rules for us, you know? And so the Democrats, they really don't have the solutions. And so when you look at... The, the Democrat-run uh, cities, the Democrat-run counties, states, they're losing. The, the, the neighborhoods are the worst. The schools are the worst. Everything, it's the worst. And so they move from Democrat-led states, come to Republican-led states, and they ruin it. Forgetting, when you came here, it was fine. And now it's changed because you brought the same policies with you that ruined the state you just left. So, you know, what I want for us as black people, just leave us alone. Wow. If you want to vote Democrat, then do so. How about you want that? To libertarian, do so. Whatever you want to be, be it. This is America. This is freedom. Who died and left you in charge of all of us as black people so wow. that we could be corralled? into doing what you want us to do. I thought you said that you were the tolerant folks. If you're tolerant, that means you allow other ideas to percolate. Uh, you don't want just ideas that you agree with because then you see we wouldn't be living in America. We would be living in a totally different country. Nobody wants that. Let me ask you this. Um the I'll tell you, folks, it, and then Hannity goes off the rails and starts bringing President Trump up, which I don't think, I, all due respects to the former, I, I just don't think it needed to fit into the equation. Um, but think how impressive that that woman is. And no one is going to tell her who to vote for. But I'll tell you, folks, you bottle that. She is a star. Winsome Sears, former, as I said, former Marine Ran a great campaign. No one is going to tell her what end is up. Um, and certainly not that Jamel Hill or Joy Reid or, or some of these other frauds and phonies. Really very, very impressive individual. Um, like I said, Hannity then started to try to drag President Trump in. I, I don't like you, you have to go where there's, you know. Like, let's let's take where there's a real victory and let's not try to create victories where they are. The governor of Virginia got the endorsement from President Trump, was able to rally his base of voters. True. But then he didn't need to bring them in. So he didn't. It's all about winning. It's all about winning. None of this matters if you lose. None of this matters if you lose. How about, and folks, this, this is great. AOC saying the reason Terry McAuliffe lost Virginia is because he was too moderate. To she still thinks that people want to defund front, the police. I actually think we have good news as well. I know that Virginia was a huge bummer. And honestly, if anything, I think that the results show the limits of trying to run a fully 100% super moderated campaign that does not excite speak to or energize a progressive base and frankly we weren't even really invited to contribute you know that. what's amazing about that and that's aoc is see they they think it's going to be all about fun and excitement and blah 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 and that that's not what it is by the way i don't believe that's what it is 
You know, this morning on Morning Joe at 1240, I did see Senator Joe Manchin interviewed on Morning Joe. Boy, the guy doesn't get rattled. And look at this, how everywhere he's going now, climate activists are harassing him as he leaves his, I guess, lives on a houseboat. We want to live, they yell, screaming at him. Follow, do they think they're going to intimidate this guy? Listen to this. Yeah, good. Keep doing that. Yeah, that's going to win him over. Nuts. Good. Keep attacking Mansion. Keep attacking Mansion. All right, folks, at 1241, again, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Can listen online at the website, dipetro.com. And don't forget, dipetro.com, which is brought to you by Endzone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Stop it and see Dana and his crew, whether it is college football or the Patriots, Endzone Sports Pub. Remember, they have karaoke on Friday and Saturday nights. It's clean, friendly place, family-owned, and on Sundays, they have the NFL ticket. So if you're either in a fantasy football league and or uh, maybe have a wager on the game, check them out, and it's a great crowd. End Zone Sports, End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. All right, I want to get to the Channel 12 piece because um, this story is, uh, when I think now what jerks the school committee was, to myself and others when we went to that hearing and they said, oh, we we have to end the hearing. There's someone in the back that doesn't have a mask on. You know, it was all nonsense. They were afraid that someone was going to ask about this, you know, the, the naked basketball coach. So I want to play for you, though. This is the latest Channel 12 story. It's very, very good. Twelve News Now and WPRI.com, I'm Tim White. The head of the North Kingstown School Department was told as early as 2018 that the then high school boys basketball coach was having students remove their clothes to conduct so-called huh. fat tests wow. while they were alone with the coach in his office. That's according to a document from the time in three people interviewed by Target 12. Superintendent Philip Auger did not report the allegation to DCYF in 2018. Wow. According to a spokesperson at the Child Welfare Agency, Auger has Previously told Target 12 he placed coach Aaron Thomas on leave earlier this year. DCYF says the matter was reported to them this summer. The school committee voted to terminate Thomas, but he resigned in June. Thomas was later hired by a private Catholic school, Monsignor Clark, in South Kingstown. As Target 12 reported last week, Monsignor Clark placed Thomas on leave pending the outcome of an investigation by the Attorney General's office on this matter. We've also learned that the Rhode Island Department of Education put what's called a flag in the teacher certification system on Thomas. Now listen Center. to this. That would notify a public school district that there had been a past issue with a teacher, but private schools like Monsignor Clark do not have access to that system. Wow. Superintendent Auger and Coach Thomas have not responded to repeated requests for comment. We'll have more on this story tonight on 12 News starting at 5 and on W. Very nice job by Tim White, folks. Very, very good. You know, that flag... That's what I was going to say. Governor McKee, Governor McKee needs to address this. Governor McKee needs to call it out. Governor McKee needs to say, hey, listen, if you're a teacher or you're another coach, you can't be intimidated by the union. You can't be intimidated by the union. You need to be able to come forward and report things and say this is wrong. But that's not what they're doing. People are hiding behind it. Now, I also, also want to mention, and we're going to talk with our legal expert attorney, Tim Dodd, next hour. But they've arrested the culprit, they believe, in Pawtucket. Helder Mendonca Cardoso, a member of Black Lives Matter, will be arraigned Providence District Court, four counts, first-degree arson, one count of fourth-degree arson. He was the one intentionally setting fires Halloween night. Fires were set at two homes, two liquor stores, and a truck. No injuries were reported, but they caught up to him pretty quickly. Good surveillance tape, by the way. So we'll see if there's any comment from BLM on that. Now, folks, also, 
There's other news that is not very good. on the, and, and I think it's interesting that uh, Governor McKee was trying to address this. And that is um, now a couple of headlines right now at 1246 on this Thursday. German COVID cases soar. Grave concerns in Europe. I don't know what to make of that. But we cannot shut down again. We cannot shut down again. No. I also give credit to James Carville, who I've met and interviewed, by the way, who blames stupid wokeness for what's going on with the Democrat Party. Folks, but this is the battle. This is the battle that is taking place right now. And it's certainly going on in Rhode Island. As far as, you know, how far left, how woke, how progressive Will Governor McKee go? We already know that they own Biden. They they own Biden. USA mandate shots of tests for big companies by January 4th after the holidays. $14,000 fine per employee. Yeah, thanks a lot, Biden. As they say, let's go, Brandon. Let me also just check. I'm seeing the Boston Globe. Why Boston TV anchor Latoya Edwards now wears braids on the morning news. It's time for black girls and women to feel empowered to wear their hair how they choose and for society to embrace them. I, I would. That's one of those things. I was unaware that that is a problem or they feel that way. But apparently they do. Now, folks, this story is going to get people's attention. And it's in the Boston Globe. I'm going to start panicking. Liquor stores are running out of options amid shipping delays and glass shortage. If you're planning on cranberry moles, endless bottles of Cabernet, scotch on the rocks, you may want to start stocking up. It's been a gridlock at the Port of Los Angeles, where former Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo has dropped the ball. Commerce Secretary Raimondo doesn't see when the situation will be handled. This port handles 40% of container traffic in the U.S. By the way, I heard someone saying they should just pull into Florida. But do you have any idea how much longer that would take to go all the way through the Panama Canal? And then that's not an option. No, the, 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 the solution is to figure out the problem in the Los Angeles port. That's the solution. They should just go to Florida. Yeah, feel free to get out a map. Yeah, because that's so easy and fast. To then just start to go through the Panama Canal to get to Florida. God, these people. Um, Many of these ships holding alcoholic products, products that are used for alcohol production, have been at a standstill. So... President Biden announced the port would move to round-the-clock operations, even though actually they've already been at round-the-clock operations. The shortage has hit Ohio, New Jersey, Vermont, Texas, Hennessy, Cognac, Mona, Jack Daniels Whiskey, Patron Tequila. And industry leaders say Rhode Island is next. We're literally bottling on demand. We don't have any flexibility, said Kona for Rhode Island Spirits, Pawtucket-based company that owns the Rhodium, brands of a certain type of gin. Um, it's not like they don't have the ingredients to make it. It's the bottles they're running short. Lack of glass bottles. They've been facing this for months. And I like what, without question, the person who has dropped the ball is Commerce Secretary Raimondo, former governor of Rhode Island, uh, who she's the one saying, well, if the delivery isn't there, call FedEx. Uh, it's really not our responsibility. Then why did you say you're going to fix the problem, Quina? Uh, folks, it is, listen, the Biden presidency. How about yesterday? By the way, first of all, at least he admitted that he will not go forward. President Biden will not support paying illegal aliens 500000 each if they were separated at the border. Now, that was something that, uh, from what we understand, both Lieutenant Governor Matos, uh, Cicilline, and 
Providence Mayor Jorge Alorza were all supporting and in favor of. So at the very least, it looks like that is not going to happen. But what happened on Tuesday and also there is there are lawyers on the ground in New Jersey. There's a recount underway in New Jersey. I don't believe that New Jersey went the way they're saying. I believe that Republican won in New Jersey. And folks, I want to remind you, the Democrat primary for governor is less than a year away. It's 10 months away. Next September will be the Democrat primary for governor. Who's involved with that? Right now, Seth Magaziner, the general treasurer. Secretary of State Nellie Gorbia, Governor McKee. You also now have that Matt Brown, the big progressive socialist. And then you also have supposedly this businesswoman, Helena, folks. Although I, I'm starting to think I'll believe it when I see it. Because she certainly isn't acting like someone who's running, but maybe maybe she is. I don't know. We're going to find out. But folks, Gorbea is the one to watch. Is she raising a lot of money? She's actually not. Does she have big name recognition? No, she does not. Has she had tremendous accomplishments? No, she has not. What does Nellie Gorbea have? Why would she think that she could be elected governor? Because she's running the election. Folks, I think the problem with the voter rolls and the Rhode Island election system, and I'm telling you right now, and I recognize, uh, and I want you to understand, I'm being mocked by other members of the media. That's fine. People are saying that I, and I'll, I'll take it. I'm the only one that is questioning and saying the Rhode Island elections are not legitimate. Hold on, let me step back for a moment. The only one around here. The Trump people know it. People in the know know it. People in the Republican Party know it. The Rhode Island Republican Party has refused to do anything about it. They have refused. They have chosen not to. Their attitude is, let's pretend it's not a problem. It's a problem. But I'm telling you right now, we're going to lock this down. I'm telling you right now, on this Thursday, November 4th, you watch how the mail ballots, the absentee ballots, the early voting is going to explode next August and September. Because it's fraudulent. Uh, Nellie Gorbea was allowed. See, they were happy with it because they were all still winning their elections. But you mark my words. Things are going to explode. There are illegals that are registered to vote in Rhode Island. There are illegals that are registered to vote in Pawtucket. There's fraudulent votes in Providence. Thousands of fraudulent votes in Providence. It also ties in with the census. They paid illegals to take the census. They took down their names and addresses, and they added them to the voter rolls. I'm telling you right now, it's November 4th. Juan is like Karnak. I can predict what's going to happen. Kreskin. This thing will start to explode next August, September. The Rhode Island elections are not legitimate. Nellie Gorbea is betting everything that she can win off of mail ballots and early voting. Everything. Her entire campaign is going to be the ground game. Her entire campaign. And by the way, her former chief of staff. Orzevo, whatever, Corvo, he's running for mayor of Providence. He's got the same strategy. They're planning on stealing the election. And Gorbea, who's such a sneak, she won't come on this program. She'll go on with the cackle and other friendly territory. But she is betting that she will be able to steal the election, win the primary, and then, boom, win the general election and be the next governor. And we have to work to stop her. But the Rhode Island media refuses to look into is the fact that anyone can register to vote. No one is turned away. No one is turned away. What does that mean? No one's turned away. That means that if you work, live in Massachusetts but work in Rhode Island, you go to the Secretary of State's office and boom, they put you on the voter rolls. You arrive here from Haiti or Guatemala or pick a country, Peru, and you don't speak English, but you're in the state, boom, added to the voter roll. Yeah, but how do they match up the signature? They don't. It's just an X. It's fraudulent. Shouldn't be allowed. I'm telling you right now, there's no way 
that Biden got 325,000 votes in Rhode Island. No way, no how. Obama got 475. They're trying to, they want you to believe Biden got 50,000 more votes during a pandemic. I don't believe it. They don't. This is the same crowd. That, and by the way, this has nothing to do with voter ID. They're not going to the polls. Hear me out. I know these people that say, well, we need to double up the polls. El Rungo. It's early voting. It's mail-in ballots. That's how they're doing it. Well, why doesn't Rhode Island? Yeah, Rhode Island. Now, I spoke to someone. I know there's a group, the, the uh, Tuesday Night Ice Cream group. They're marching around Coventry, going door to door. Confirm people voted. I think that's fantastic. And I hope the people in Coventry are enjoying it. Yeah, the only problem is the war is in Providence. The war where it's happening is Providence. Forget about Coventry. These people think they're going to overturn the election. They're not overturning anything. Are you out of your mind? In this state? You think a judge is going to overturn the election in this state? Not happening. It's very simple. Voter rolls. It's very simple. Voter rolls. How are they stealing the elections? Voter rolls. I have people that say to me, I think Trump won Rhode Island. I say to them, when's the last time you spent time in Providence? I was there during the election. I didn't see any Trump signs. <clears throat> I repeat, I didn't see any Trump signs. They had some in, in Central Falls. When's the last time you were in Providence? Well, I don't go to Providence. Well, then you don't know. They pulled a lot of votes out of Providence. If you want to say it could, it was more competitive than what we're led to believe, that I, I will go along with. Uh, President Trump got 200,000 votes in Rhode Island last November. Biden supposedly got 325,000 votes. Um, did Biden get 125,000 fraudulent votes? That I don't believe. That I don't believe. Did Biden get 200,000 votes? If Trump got 200,000 votes, I believe Biden got 200,000 votes. Did Biden get 250,000 votes? Possible. Possible. I don't think he got more than I don't think he got more than 225. Put it that way. Gina Raimondo was reelected governor in November of 2018. She beat Mayor Alan Fung and she received 197,000 votes. So President Trump got more votes than her. Um, do I think, no, Trump did not win Providence and they pull a lot of votes out of Providence. I don't mean to be a broken record, folks. I know some people hear that, but, and I know these people mean well, they have good intention. I'm not trying to discourage anyone who is going door to door, the Tuesday night ice cream group, but the idea that they're going to overturn the Rhode Island election is, is done by people who don't know the system. They don't know what they don't know. They choose not to know what they don't know. Um, It's not happening. And I'll even say this. They don't even know where the holes are. Right? They don't. Now, listen. It's 1259. Here's what we're going to do. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. And there's a lot of news on this Thursday. We have another full hour to go. Now, next hour, I am going to have extended time with our legal expert attorney, Tim Dodd, regarding situation in North Kingstown and also the arson suspect in Pawtucket. So that, a lot more. What this means, Tuesday's elections for Rhode Island, for the Republican Party, for President Trump, that, a lot more, plus the protesters going back to Governor McKee's house. WNRI, Winsocket.